live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Gentlemen, welcome, 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 one and all. You are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. Thank you for being here. It is 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern time, and you're watching live from America, and I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the Live Free or Die Granite state of New Hampshire, and it's a blessing and an honor to be here with you guys every day. Thank you very, very, very much. We got a lot to go through today. We had some technical difficulties this morning, but we're back. For some reason, the title and the uh, description of the show was not showing up, but it should be at least the title is Trump versus everyone. And we are literally in a stage and in a situation where it's Trump versus everyone. In my world, there's nobody that's even another... Not even another smidgen of an option outside of Trump. It is Trump or it is war. That's the way I look at it. It is Trump or it is war. We are not going to allow you to do this to us ever, ever again. I hope you guys all feel the same way. Like I said, we got a lot to go over today. Um, We're going to be going over how U.S. allies are preparing for war against China. Huh. That wasn't pre-planned or anything. We're going to be talking about how Biden is caved to Kevin McCoward and the two will sit down together and talk about Frank Luntz or something. I don't know. Uh, Texas Attorney General going after Pfizer. Thank God. Lori Lightfoot still making demands. Thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of illegal aliens waiting on the other side of the border uh, for, um, for, uh, for the border to become fully open. Bud Light is dying and Trump versus Everyone, we got a lot to go over today, but what I want to do right now is I want to start out with showing probably the most disliked person outside of Barack Obama and Joe Biden himself, and that is Corrine Jean-Jean-Pierre, the garbage pail kid of the White House with a new hairdo, telling you all about this Texas shooter and about the AR-15 that he used and everything except for the one thing that actually matters, and we'll talk about that right after this. Roll it. Style rifle. As the manhunt for the suspected assailant continues, we urge the public to heed all guidance from law enforcement officials and stay safe. Federal law enforcement agencies have been providing assistance and support to local law enforcement as they work to respond to this tragedy and and locate 
the suspect. The president was briefed on the shooting on Saturday morning, and he and the first lady are praying for those killed in the attack, for their surviving loved ones, and for the broader Cleveland community. The, but the president believes prayers alone are not enough. Congress must act because what makes tragedies like this one all the more heart-wrenching is the fact that it is entirely within our power to take these weapons of war off our streets. You notice how they say weapons of war all the time now? Weapons of war, weapons of war, weapons of war, weapons of war. Guess what? If it shoots a projectile and it can kill somebody, it's a weapon of war. Moron. It's a weapon of war. It's a weapon of hunting. It's a weapon of self-defense. It is a weapon. I could shoot a nail gun at Kareem Jean-Pierre's head, and that would be a weapon. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, weapons of war. You know what she forgot to mention, though? That the guy was an illegal alien. Eli, he was illegal. He was here illegally, killing people, murdering people. Why didn't they mention that? Why didn't they mention that the guy that's in question, the manhunt continues, the guy is an illegal alien. He does not belong here. Is that on Joe Biden's hand? I would say it is. How come they're not searching for Joe Biden? Here's what I say. You want to you get really crafty? The district attorneys in those counties need to bring up charges on Joe Biden and Secretary Mayorkas. We said, well, you can't, you can't have a DA get involved unless the DA is from that county. Well, here we go. We got a DA. We got a county. We got somebody being murdered. We got an illegal alien. It should be very, very simple what we need to do from here on out. And that is pull up charges on the person that's responsible. Look, if we're going to hold gun manufacturers responsible for the guns that people kill, and we're trying to hold President Trump responsible for January 6th riot because of words that he said that he didn't even say, well, then we must hold Joe Biden and Secretary Mayorkas responsible for the people that they are killing at the hands of illegal aliens who should not be here, but because of them, they are. So where are the uh, uh, district attorneys? Get off of your butts, get into gear, and start getting creative. Because these people are creative 24-7 in bringing up charges that absolutely have nothing to do with the person that they're charging them with. So let's get creative and let's do the same thing. And we can play tit for tat all day long. Who's with me? Who's with me? We need to find out who the district attorney is in this county in Texas. And we need to get them to bring up charges on Joe Biden. Especially, especially if we can find out that that illegal alien came on Joe Biden's watch. Amen? I think that's what we need to start doing. Getting creative, ladies and gentlemen. 100% we need to get creative. So yeah, she failed to mention that he was an illegal alien. Because if she'd have mentioned that he was an illegal alien, I would imagine that some of the questions coming from the reporters were, well, well, how long has he been here? Why is he here? Was he here seeking asylum? Where is he in the book of waiting to be seen by a judge? Why aren't we digging into that? That is the investigation that we need to dig into. So I'm going to find out, if you guys don't do it beforehand, the, the, the district attorney that's from that county, so we can start getting creative. It's about damn time that we get as creative as the left in bringing up charges from district attorneys who have no business bringing up charges on that stuff, but we might as well do it. Now, Ken Paxton is the attorney general, okay? And we're going to be talking about Ken Paxton, uh, Ken Paxton a little bit later in the show. So uh, I urge you guys to stick around for that. Here's another thing I wanted to show you guys. You ready? All right. 
We are going to uh, we're going to pull up a side by side real quick here. I want to show you guys what uh, I'm looking at. If every one of you go to LFATV.us right now, LFATV.us, that is our website for LFA TV. This is what you're going to see. And the reason why we put this up there is so people did not have a hard time finding the video that was live at any given time. So this is going to take you, if you go to LFATV.us, you'll see a pop-up. Once this pops up, watch what happens. You click the pop-up. And boom, it brings you right to the video that's live. So no more worrying about trying to find the show. No more worrying about how we find the show. Now, I know some people on digital TV and on the app are still going to have issues. Um, but uh, that's Rumble is working on that as well. So this is just a way so that everybody, and I mean everybody, can always um, find the show that's live. Again, one more time, go to lfatv.us. That is our website. Uh, when you go there, a pop-up thing will come up. You click that pop-up, it'll bring you to any show that's on live. So Nancy said, couldn't find the show this morning. That's how we do it. That's how we do it until everything gets fixed, okay? So thank you all very, very much for that. Let's go to the verse of the day today, which I titled, The Spirit of the Antichrist is Here. The Spirit of the Antichrist is Here. And we're going to be reading from 1 John 4, 1 through 6. So if you have your Bibles out, 1 John 4, 1 through 6, okay? Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, for many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this, you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus has come into the flesh from God. That's how you know it's from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. That spirit is from the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and is now in the world already. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are from the world. Therefore, they speak from the world and the world listens to them. We, however, are from God and whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this, we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Since doing live from America, any guest that we had on during an election cycle and who was running for office would have to face one very specific vetting question in order for the LFA family to identify if they were worth voting for or not. And that question was a very simple and very short. Do you believe the 2020 election was legally and fairly won by Joe Biden? That one question cut through all of the other stuff and got down to the heart of who that somebody really was. You remember that, folks? Well, by the grace of God, we have a qualifying question for people to see if they are truly of the spirit of God or if they are of the spirit of the Antichrist. And here is that vetting question. Ready? Do you believe that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh from God and took the sin of the world and died for our transgressions and then rose from the dead three days later? Sounds simple, right? Here are some of the answers that you may hear. And if anyone of them are uttered, you know that they are of the spirit of the Antichrist, which God said is already here. Now, you may hear question answers like this. Well, that's what the Bible says, but there are so many different accounts for what may have actually happened. Or you may hear this. I definitely believe that Jesus of Nazareth existed, but nobody knows if he was actually the son of God. Or you may hear it said this way. 
The Bible has literally been watered down away from the original facts and has been translated too many times to be legit. Or you may hear it this way. I believe that Jesus' teachings are the right teachings and that the way we should live, but I don't believe he actually did all the miracles from the stories in the Bible. These are some of the answers you may have heard in the past. God says that if the qualifying question is not answered in one way and one way only, then that person is not of the Holy Spirit and not of Yahweh. Now, that doesn't mean that you should excommunicate people and don't talk to them. It does, however, let you know exactly who the person is so that you don't fall prey to their lies and their deceit. This is something that we have all been training for. So remember, the devil has spies like the CIA, and they outnumber us 100 to 1 at the very least. So stay on your toes, Christian soldiers, and stay vigilant. For you do not know the hour in which you will be devoured or in which the hour that Jesus comes back. So best to be with Jesus so you do not get devoured. Amen? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Please remove your hats. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So see, folks, if we're going to be on the battlefield of God, then we need to make sure that we uh, identify our, um, we need to identify our enemy. Because if we cannot identify our enemy, ladies and gentlemen, then we are, we are without hope. We need to be able to identify who our enemy is so that we know exactly how to treat the enemy that is around us. Amen. I'm fixing a couple things right now. As I said, you're probably not seeing a lower ticker that's correct. I am, uh, I'm fixing that lower ticker now for you guys. And uh, you're probably not seeing the title of today's show. And that's because we had some technical difficulties. But uh, we'll make sure that we get it up there for you guys, okay? So it's Trump versus everybody. If you're ready, I'm ready. Lift up your cups. Let's have our first slurp of Rise Up Coffee. And please, rumble and share this video. We need your help now more than ever. Here we go, folks. The plan has always been World War III. Now, whether that World War III is with Russia or whether it starts off with China, the words world war mean that the world will be at war. Now, why are we about to enter World War III? Well, there's a lot of reasons why we're about to enter World War III, and none of them absolutely have to deal with the fact, I should say, that all of it has to deal with the fact that people are trying to gain control over everything. None of it has to do with these countries being mad at these countries and these countries wanting to take out these countries because of transgressions that these countries did against these countries. That is the way war usually starts. It's usually over land, it's, just, it's over money, or it's over, um, or it's over transgressions that somebody did towards somebody else. The reason why this world war is happening is because of Klaus Schwab, George Soros, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, the left, and the globalists. They want complete and utter control. And outside of this world war, when this is done, they will have control of the energy. They will have control of the food. They will have control of the one world currency. They will have control of one world law. And there will be no more nations. World War III 
will literally culminate in the fact that there are no more nations. And that is when the Antichrist that we just talked about will see it is his prime time to take over. And World War III is about ready to happen. And I have a feeling that it's going to happen with China first. And as war should happen with China, we should be declaring war on China right now, getting our allies ready instead of waiting for them to declare war on us by trying to take over Taiwan. We should be declaring war on China right now and dropping bombs and destroying their infrastructure and destroying their digital infrastructure, crippling their money, crippling their economy. Why am I saying that? We don't want uh, war, Jeremy. No, no, we don't want war. We don't. Unfortunately, the CCP has already waged war on us. They've already waged war on us by releasing COVID-19. They've already waged war on us through their social media apps that have waged war on our children. That is literally killing our children. They waged war on us by using COVID to help the Democrats um, administer an illegal coup against a legally and duly elected president. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, we definitely do need to be waging war against China. The problem is we're not going to wage war against China because the guy that can wage war against China won't do a darn thing because he is absolutely paid for and owned by the CCP. So here we are. We find ourselves in this rock between a hard place. And right now, as I'm talking about this to you and you are sharing this video, not letting this go unseen, our allies overseas are gearing up and working together right now preparing for war against who China so my question to you is are you of the nature and are you of the um are you of the opinion that you should wait until war comes to you or are you of the opinion that you need to go stop the imminent war that's coming to you. Now, neither opinion is wrong. I would just like to take a live, uh, a natural consensus, basically a live poll here on LFA TV. Do you believe that war has already been waged against us and all we're doing is waiting to be taken over? Because it's, that's how I feel. I feel that our own government and China has already waged war against us and we are just literally sitting ducks allowing them to pick us apart until there is no possible way to even defend ourselves. Some of you may be under the, uh, under the opinion of no war no matter what. COVID was not an, uh, uh, an act of war. What they did to President Trump was not an act of war. And we should just calm down and wait. Let me ask you in the comment section, and I'm going to pull up the thread now so we can see what you guys are thinking about all this. You know where I stand. I want to know where you stand because I'm seeing mixed messaging. I've seen no war. Wait and prepare, says little mama. I pray for our country. I feel that way too, Jeremy. War has already been waged on thus. We need to take the fight to them. Be proactive. Um, let's see. Cut off. Cut it off at the pass. Think you're right on this. All of this is an act of war. Proactive, not reactive. Stop it before. Be proactive. America has always waited, unfortunately. We are sitting ducks due to lack of leadership. They are eating us from within. Strike before they do. Unfortunately, they've already, stru they've already struck. So it's up to us to kind of defend ourselves. We wouldn't even really be waging war. War, just, war has been waged on us. No more waiting. We have to send a, an extremely strong message so they'll back off. I say hit them now. We've had a coup on the morning of November 4th. Amen. 
stop it before it gets started. This was an act of war, no war. But if we have to, uh, then go there. Well, see, that's what I'm. That's the, that's the kind of the um, the conundrum that we find ourselves in. Is I say we have to. I say we're at the point of we have to. Look, I'm all about no war. I'm all about no people dying. But the fact of the matter is, I'm of the opinion that war has already been waged on us in so many ways. Digitally, economically, socially, culturally. Look at TikTok. Look at the, uh, look at the border. Look at, uh, look at COVID-19. Look at the vaccines. The vaccines are just as bad as, the, as, the, as COVID was itself. And we funded it. So I believe that we've already, we're any, any more waiting is just another day closer to all of our deaths. That is the way I feel. That's the way I feel. Any more waiting is just another day closer to our imminent death as a country, as a culture, as the United States of America. And the longer we wait to take that, or to at least stop their advancing, because I feel, folks, I honestly feel that we are, that they are advancing and we're backpedaling. That's what I honestly feel, that they're advancing and we're backpedaling. And there will be no Donald Trump if world war starts to happen. And U.S. allies are preparing right now for war against China over Taiwan. A war between the U.S., China, and China over Taiwan would be a nightmare scenario for America's allies in the Pacific. But it's becoming increasingly clear that role, what roles they might play if one breaks out. Here's the big picture. Ready for this? Here we go. The big picture is French President Emmanuel Macron declared last month that Europe should not get caught up in the crisis that are not ours, such as the escalation over Taiwan sparked by U.S.-China rivalry. Okay. The U.S. has no formal commitment to defend Taiwan, but Biden has repeatedly said that Washington would intervene. We damn well should intervene because if we don't say goodbye to the digital, um, to any digital uh, leadership in the world. That's number one. That's number one. Ask yourself, what would Trump do? A Taiwan crisis could take several forms short of an all-out invasion, a blockade, cyber warfare, attacks offshore islands. In any contingency, U.S. allies in the region would play a critical role. Here's what's driving the news. Philippine President Bongbong Marcos visited the White House shortly after the largest ever version of annual U.S.-Philippines military drills. For the first time, the war games focused in part on securing the 70-mile-wide channel between the Philippines, Northern Islands, and Taiwan. U.S. and Filipino forces rehearsed for potential conflict with China. Chinese Foreign Minister Queen Gang visited Manila and urged the Philippines, a U.S. treaty ally that moved closer to Beijing under Marcos' predecessor, Rodrigo Duarte, against picking sides, okay? Um, and earlier this month, Marcos granted the U.S. access to four new bases, three of which are in, north, in the north and face Taiwan. Beijing's ambassador to Manila, Huang Jilan, declared uh, in April that Washington clearly planned to use the bases to interfere in the situation across the Taiwan Strait. Ahead of his visit to Washington, Marco said that the bases were for collective defense, not offensive operations. Well, you know what they should be for? Offensive operations. I'll tell you what. If Donald Trump was president right now, here's what Donald Trump would do. He wouldn't even have to send forces to the bases. He would literally have a meeting, whether it be in person or over the phone, with Xi Jinping and says, if you do not back off and back off now, the United States will wipe China off the face of the map 
and no United Security Council is going to stop us. That's what Donald Trump would say. And guess what happened? Weakling Xi Jinping would back off like the wussy that he is. And if he didn't, then Donald Trump would use these bases not for a defense strategy, but for an offensive strategy. And that would be peace through strength. Meaning Donald Trump would say, I'm here, we're here, and we are going to literally take you out at every single pass that we possibly can if you even breathe in the direction of Taiwan. Jeremy, do you even believe we could win a war with the current administration? No, because the current administration would not be on our side, we the people. The current administration would be literally on the side of the people that we are fighting. So no, I do not believe we could win a war with this current administration. But guess what can happen? Guess what can happen? The military could stop being so damn woke and General White Rage Millie and the other people in the Pentagon could say, look, we're doing this and we don't care what the old sharp pants in the office says because he's weak. But here's the problem. They're all beholden to China. So what do we do? What do we do? When do the governors of each state stand up and say enough is enough? We're calling a convention of the states. This guy is going to get us into World War III because that's what's going to happen. Now, moving on from that, Joe Biden caves and finally agrees to meet with Speaker Kevin McCarthy to discuss the debt limit. Joe Biden finally caved and agreed to meet with Kevin McCarthy. House Republicans last Wednesday passed the U.S. debt bill, uh, ceiling bill in a 217 to 215 vote. The bill will raise the debt limit by $1.5 trillion. However, in order to raise the debt limit by $1.5 trillion, they have to decrease spending somewhere else to balance it out. Joe Biden says, I don't, I don't want to balance not now. I got being strong, extreme Republicans. They're all coming at me from all different ways. They're going to destroy a country. I don't want to say, I don't want to take out spending. Well, you're going to have to, dummy. You're going to have to. And if you want this bill to pass it, if you don't want to um, uh, forego our debts and, and, and not pay our debts, well, then you're going to have to agree with the Republicans. I don't even agree with the Republicans. I hope they come to a disagreement. That's what I hope. I hope that Joe Biden and Kevin McCarthy come to the biggest disagreement on earth and we do not pay our debts. That's what I hope happens. I hope ha- let's rip let's rip band-aids off right now. Uh, McCarthy says House Republicans have a plan in his weak non-male voice, in his feminine voice. House have a plan. Joe Biden says, Now I don't understand what Joe Biden said there, but I have a feeling it's we're not going to uh, we're not going to come to an agreement. But he did cave and he did say they will meet. Why? Because when it's all said and done, Joe Biden can blame it on MAGA Republicans, streamers, MAGA Republicans, all he wants, all he wants. But the world will know that we came, that we uh, we didn't pay our debts under Joe Biden, not under Kevin McCarthy. So kind of a kind of a smart move on Kevin McCarthy's part to put it in Joe Biden's hands, although a very stupid move to raise the debt ceiling. Very very stupid. Move. Texas is banning China from buying land. That's what I'm talking about. More governors need to stand up right now and say, we're not having this. We do not stand up with this, and we are not allowing our men and women to go over and, uh, and fight a, 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 a losing battle under Joe Biden. Not going to happen. Now, if we had Trump, send them. Let's roll. But under Joe Biden, no, because you're just sending them to die. What do you guys think? Would you, would you think that sending troops anywhere under Joe Biden would be the equivalent of sending them off to die? I do. I do. So, ladies and gentlemen, it could, you could take, uh, there's no better time. There's no better time as our allies are gearing up for war against China 
There's no better time to make sure that you're prepared. And how do you get prepared? Well, if you have any kind of budget at all to be prepared, then I would ask you to go over to Four Patriots and spend it with them. The reason why is A, you're going to get stuff that's made in America. B, you're going to get stuff that's reliable. C, much like OFP Farms, you're dealing with a company that literally spends its money to make sure that homeless vets and our vets' families are taken care of, okay? So any portion of anything you buy, a portion of that goes to veteran families. And other than that, ladies and gentlemen, what else, what else would you need to go to for? What other reason would you need to go there? Because it's everything that you would get is powered by the sun. So you've got powered by God. You've got money going back to veteran families. You've got all the things that you're going to need in time of war. You don't have to worry about um, relying on the electric company because you t- I told you about the guy who died yesterday because of electricity got shut off. So if you've got any budget whatsoever for making sure that you're prepared in time of war, then go to 4 Whatever you choose, use the promo code LFA, get a 10% discount of all items. And when you're up spending, you know, 1,500, grand, 10% is a lot of money, a big savings. So go there now, 4 use the promo code LFA. Do not forget, folks, rumble this video right down there, right below where I'm pointing. Just click that thumbs up and please help me share. God bless you and thank you for that. Now, we just talked about the Texas Attorney General, Ken Paxton. So let's go back and talk about what Ken Paxton is doing. Because not only is he trying to make it impossible for the left to take over and the globalists to take over the great state of Texas, but he's working his butt off to take the fight to Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. And you cannot take a fight to Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson unless you're also willing to take that same fight to the FDA, and I think Texas Gen- uh, Attorney General Ken Paxton is willing to do that, as he has now announced yesterday that his office will be launching a full investigation against three major pharmaceutical companies for deceptive practices, alleging that they had misrese- misrepresented the safety and efficacy of their vaccines. This I love this about uh, from Ken from Ken Paxton. Because even though you cannot sue them for what the vaccines did, you can sue them for their practice in allowing the vaccines to be put in for in front of the FDA to be approved. Meaning that they used deceptive practices and they lied and misrepresented what they had in their possession to the FDA. So you're either going to get the FDA caught up in this or you're not. Either way, they're going to be pointing fingers back and forth and Ken Paxton is going to be on their throats. I absolutely love it. In a press statement, Ken Paxton claimed that his office would look into whether or not profit motive or political pressure played a role in any pandemic interventions forced on the public. And because he's an attorney general and because he has got the backing of the governor in the state, ladies and gentlemen, nobody's going to be able to withhold subpoena in uh, any subpoena for information on emails, conversations between the government and the pharmaceutical companies. All of this will have to be legally displayed during discovery. So big shout out to Ken Paxton, and I think that deserves the Smarty Award of the Day. So let's go ahead and cue the drum roll, and let's give the Smarty Award of the Day today to Ken Paxton, ladies and gentlemen. And I think it's highly deserved. Ken Paxton, Attorney General, Texas. 
You get the Smarty Award of the day, my friend, and it was an honor to meet you at the border when me and Ben Berkwam came down there. Now, from one very intelligent, very highly respected person who understands um, law to another very unre- uh, disrespected, uh, not very serious scumbag who has no authority to even be making demands anymore, and that is the civilian that we once knew as Beetlejuice, Lori Lightfoot. Because speaking of Texas, Lori Lightfoot, even though she's not the mayor anymore, even though she's in no position of power anymore, and is definitely worthy of getting the Dumb Dumb Award every single day, Lori Lightfoot is now demanding that Texas Governor Greg Abbott stop sending illegal aliens or illegal immigrants. She, she used migrants. I'm saying illegal aliens. The story says illegal immigrants. Stop sending illegal aliens to Chicago. We are completely tapped out. Oh, what's the matter? What's the matter, Beetlejuice? Maybe you should go and look in a mirror three times and say, more resources, more resources, more resources. Maybe you should look in a mirror, Beetlejuice, and maybe say three times, don't, uh, don't break the law, don't break the law, don't break the law. And maybe your disgusting city wouldn't be tapped out. Well, she's outgoing. She's outgoing. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. So I guess for the meantime, she still has a voice. Nobody's listening to it. But she's now demanding, demanding. I demand that you go back and look the way you used to look when you became, uh, when you got into politics, Lori Lightfoot, because you didn't look like the way you look now. You truly look like you sold your soul to Satan. Because the way you looked when you got into politics compared to the way you look now, you look like a zombie that just came out of the, uh, out of the grave. But, She is demanding, strong words, Texas Governor Greg Abbott stop sending illegal aliens to her city, saying they are completely tapped out. And what Greg Abbott should do is double the number of people, um, or uh, what what Greg Abbott should do is double the number of people that he's sending to Chicago. Because the crisis at the southern border will not end until liberals feel the pain like they did in Martha's Vineyard when they put them on a bus. Eli, how fast did they put them back on a bus? Boy, they got to, they got to Martha's Vineyard and they were like, welcome. Oh, we love the migrants. Uh, here's a bus ticket. Now get the hell off of our island, right? Here's a bottle of water. Here's a bottle of uh, Evian and a bus ticket. Now get the hell out of Martha's Vineyard. Time to start feeling the pain. We are completely tapped out. Mayor Eric, 8th grade Adams, where you get that hanging earring from? He, he says New York is tapped out too. Everybody's tapped out. We're all tapped out. Yeah, the country's tapped out, idiot. Hey, let me, here's just a real simple question. Lori Lightfoot, and, this, and you know what? If I, actually, um, if I actually had an opportunity to interview Lori Lightfoot, I would say if, they're tapped, if you're tapped out here, then why wouldn't they be tapped out somewhere else that they were sent? It's a logical question. It's a very simple and common sense question. If you're tapped out here, then why wouldn't another location be tapped out if they were sent there? You're a major city. What makes you think that you're, they're not going to be tapped out in, 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 in a small town in South Carolina or a small town in New Hampshire or even, a, um, an even, or even a small city in North Dakota? You know what I'm saying? If you're tapped out here, then common sense would tell you, Lori, that the, the, you, the, the tapped out, they're going to be tapped out from resources everywhere. So what is the only logical step here, Lori? The only logical step is to not have them come to begin with, Right. I mean, you're a major city and you're tapped out. 
I mean, why are we not asking these simple questions? Build the wall. And you won't be that tapped out. But speaking of the border, folks, there are 15,000 Haitian illegal aliens waiting, just waiting for the new uh, chaotic Biden policy to kick in. They're literally sitting in Reynosa, Mexico. I'd like to thank the Federalist.com for this story. And there's a picture of it right there. 15,000 Haitians in Reynosa, Mexico are just waiting for the border to be fully open. And it will be any day. 15,000 of them just sitting there waiting to come to where? Chicago? South Dakota? North Dakota? Maybe California? As soon as Title 42 ends, folks, you are going to see an invasion on the southern border like you have never seen in your life. So here's my call. Take my headphones off here. Get serious. Here is my call to action. We know that the governor of California will do nothing. We know that the governor of Arizona, because she's illegitimate, will do nothing. So we're calling on the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott. Put the entire Texas National Guard all across your border and literally shoot in the head anybody who tries to force their way over that border. First of all, shoot, wep- shoot shots in front of them. Shoot rubber bullets first. And if they don't stop, shoot real bullets in front of them. And if they don't stop, put a bullet in their head. And I guarantee you, the first illegal alien that gets his brains blown out the back of his head, every other illegal alien will look and say, I don't want that to happen to me too. And guess what else? Texas Governor Greg Abbott has the legal authority to do it. And if Texas Governor Greg Abbott, if you don't want to do it, everybody should send this video to his office right now. Warning shots first. If they don't listen, shoot them in the head. And I guarantee you, the thousands that watch the brains come out of the back of the head of that guy, they'll stop. They'll stop real damn quick. And if Texas Governor Greg Abbott, if you don't have the cojones to do that, if you don't have the American spirit, if you don't have the oath of office in you that you took to protect your state, and yes, our country, well then I'm calling on the militias of Texas, the militias of California, the militias of Arizona. Line your borders and you do it because the Constitution gives you the ability as a citizen of that state to protect your fellow citizens as well. Put a bullet in one of their heads and they will not come over anymore. I'm not calling for murder. I'm calling for protection. That's what I'm calling for. Protection. And do you think that the attorney general is going to bring charges up on a militia that protects their state from an illegal invasion? Do you think Attorney General Ken Paxton is going to be worried about bringing charges up on a well, legally well-organized militia? Who's protecting their state? I don't think he would. I don't think he would. We're in a war, ladies and gentlemen. We're not playing patty cake here. All right? So protect yourselves. That's all I'm calling for. Speaking of protection, Tackwright Mini Chainsaw. Look, you can use it to cut up logs. You can use it to cut up weeds. You can use it to clean up from spring, uh, all, the, all the winter le- um, um, the winter uh, limbs that fell off trees into your yard. But guess what you can also use it for? You can use it for protection too. Why can't you? 
Why can't you? Today, there's an increased awareness on saving the planet. No one wants to hurt the environment, nor do they want to be accused of not giving a care. Everyone needs to do their part, right? With the Tack Right Mini Chainsaw, ladies and gentlemen, you'll never spend another dollar on fossil fuel. How about that? It's electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. The left should love this. Look at Ann M.K. said, I bought three of them yesterday. Woo! Boy, her whole family's safe now. But there it is, ladies and gentlemen, the Tackrite Mini Chainsaw. Tackrite Mini Chainsaw versus the actual chainsaw. Unless you're cutting up big, big, big logs, it beats it every time. Go to TackriteLFATV.com. That is TackriteLFATV.com. And get yours today. $129. Unless you buy three and then you get them like $89 a piece. Wendy72 says, my husband loves his. And Nalda says, I just got my two yesterday. Woo! Protection, ladies and gentlemen. All right, moving on. Take a drink of my coffee here. It's a good time to take a drink of coffee. If you guys are looking for Rise Up Coffee, I'd get it now. We are running low, and I don't know if we're going to run out before we get our next batch. So go and try the Dark Dark Roast Sumatra Gold, or you can try the Light Medium Roast, which is the American Pecan, which we also have a decaf version. Just go to JeremyHarrell.com and go to the store, or go to LFATV.us and go to the store. Moving on. You guys know the company Runbeck in Arizona. Remember when we're, uh, Carrie Lake, by the way, has been her lawyers. Uh, they put out a video the other day showing the signature match, the signature verification process, and thousands and thousands and thousands of side-by-side signatures didn't match, not even close. So Carrie Lake is still fighting. Carrie Lake's lawyers are still fighting. You're just not hearing about it in the mainstream media. Matter of fact, I had that video pulled up the other day, and I don't have it right now, but I will go and find it, and I will post it, okay? Or you can go to Carrie Lake's social media, and you can see it. Her lawyers showed the video side by side, not even close to the same signature, by the thousands, okay? But remember Runbeck. Runbeck was the company that was facilitating bringing in all the ballots from all of the... um, from all of the uh, polling locations, all the voting locations, and then they were like, you know, funneling different ballots out. Check this out. Runbeck Election Services refuses to comply with legal public records requests, and Maricopa County served with letter threatening lawsuit, and the requests are included. So if these people can continue to just not follow Supreme Court law, not follow uh, state Supreme Court uh, issues, not uh, follow rules, not follow laws, period, then why are we? And I understand you say, well, Jeremy, we we don't need to lower ourselves to their standard. We don't need to break laws. Okay, well, guess what? We can break laws where it matters. That's the way I figure it. If they're going to break laws all the time, then why don't we go, why don't the militias go in and just yank Katie Hobbs right out of the governor's seat? We can break laws too. We don't have to adhere to laws either, right? Why not? Let's just go completely chaotic, right? Civil war and whatever comes out, comes out. Let the survival of the fittest happen. Because that's the po- that is the point that these people are pushing this country to. And they're not going to like what they see. Because the outcome won't be what they think it's going to be. It never will be. Runbeck Election Services refused to comply with a lawful public records request for exterior video of all loading dock locations, which clearly shows... Uh, all items being delivered and or picked up and interior video of all loading dock locations, warehouse space, which clearly shows any items being delivered and or picked up after election day. 
The video could shed light on a central question from Kerry Lake's lawsuit of why there are over 35,000 ballots unaccounted for. That's a good question. Still unaccounted for. Where are they? A public records request to run Breck from We the People of Arizona Alliance, Shelby Bush, was dated April 8th. And it states this, dear public records, uh, dear public records, pursuant to the Arizona public records law, which is ARS 39-121, we the people of Arizona Alliance requests any and all video recorded from November 8, 2022 through November 15th that depicts the following. And there's two things here, exterior and interior video. That's it. We the people Alliance pack is, um, is a, a repertorial organization with a current focus on election integrity. We are requesting this information for the purpose of providing information to the public. They are not sought for commercial purposes, right? Well, Runbeck says, nah, we're just not going to, they denied them the request. Kerry Lake and the We the People Alliance attorney Brian Blem tweeted the response from Runbeck to their public records request stating this. Runbeck Election Services refuses to produce video from the day after the election of their loading dock and loading dock warehouses. Maybe they don't want you to see all of the all of the ballots being unloaded. This was the lawyer who tweeted out their refusal, uh, their statement that we refused it. He says, maybe they don't want the, you to see the ballots being unloaded and delivered. Will the law allow Maricopa County to hide behind the skirt of its vendor? So there you go. That's what's happening in Arizona. That's an update there. Kerry Lake still fighting. You're just not going to hear about it in the mainstream media. Now, going from Arizona to Arkansas. Hey, is Patriot Donnie in here? Somebody said Patriot Donnie. I hope he's in here. Patriot Donnie, if you're in here, we love you, brother. Haven't seen much of you, and we hope everything's okay. Now let's go to Arkansas, where somebody is equally as um, scumbaggy-ish. That's a good word, right? As Katie Hobbs, uh, Hunter Biden was down there yesterday. Hunter Biden was down there yesterday, and the Arkansas judge, who, by the way, was appointed by Donald Trump, this Arkansas judge uh, rips Hunter Biden for concealing financial records from his baby mama and threatens to subpoena his art gallery. Ooh, I love it. And by the way, let me just show you guys a picture of his beautiful daughter. That's his beautiful daughter. Why wouldn't you want anything to do with her? She doesn't even know her daddy. Now she's sporting a Louis Vuitton or at least a knockoff bag there. But either way, that's his daughter. Why wouldn't you want your daughter to know who you are? Why wouldn't you want anything to do with your daughter's life? I mean, if there was a scumbag out there, Hunter Biden definitely fits that bill. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. It sure is. (laughs) It sure is. Scumbaggy-ish. I like that word. But let's get into this. I mean, what a sad, what a sad, sad state of affairs. Hunter Biden uh, yesterday appeared in court to lower his $20,000 per month child support payments to his mother of his four-year-old love child. The judge was furious that Hunter hid vital information about his art sales. Now, remember, all he has to do is crap on on, on a canvas and he gets millions of dollars for it, right? And you're probably right. That little girl is far better off not knowing him. You're probably right. Folks, we're almost at 3,000 people watching. Uh, please share the video so the rest of our LFA family, we're missing about 1,500 live viewers so they could see uh, see the show. I'd appreciate that. And uh, m- make sure you rumble the video. We're always looking for about 1,600 live. Now, her, his daughter's name is Navy Joan, four years old, doesn't know her dad. He won't acknowledge her, doesn't want to pay for her. Judge Holly Meyer blasted Hunter's lawyers yesterday. 
The ability to redact is somewhat being abused, the judge said. The judge demanded that Hunter Biden answer questions about his income from his art sales and other business dealings. Could this possibly get into money he's been making as a gas executive? Hunter's lawyer told the judge he doesn't know the identities of the people who purchased Hunter's art. Well, isn't that convenient? The judge threatened to issue a subpoena to the art gallery to find out who purchased the art and the value of the paintings. Hunter and London Roberts will be back in court in June to give depositions. The Arkansas judge overseeing Hunter Biden's long-running child support battle with his baby mama chastised uh, Hunter for being stingy with his financial data. She rebuked the 53-year-old crackhead's legal team during the two-hour proceeding, saying that the wrongly concealed details of filings that had already been submitted to the court um, as part of the legal saga are, are just plain uh, being abused. You're, you're abusing the court system, and I agree. So I hope this judge uh, puts on some rubber gloves and gives this guy the enema that he deserves. How about you? That's what I think. All right, folks, we're going to go to our next sponsor of the show today, and that is... CB Distillery. Got to love us some CB Distillery, right, folks? Well, you know what? We can do our part, too. We know that Ken Paxton is going after Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson, right? Well, how can we go after them as well? Well, maybe we could pull a class action lawsuit for anybody who took the vaccines. But how, what's a more immediate and more effective way to hit Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer, and Moderna? In their pockets. Aspirins, Tylenols, pain medications, joint relief medication, muscle relaxation, sleep, uh, sleep help, waking up help, focusing, all of this stuff, all of these things that I just mentioned to you, the pharmaceutical companies have something that you probably buy over the counter at Walmart, maybe at the pharmaceutical company, maybe at Walgreens, maybe at wherever you're shopping, maybe at your local grocery store, you go to the aisles and you pick out all the stuff that you need in your medicine cabinet. Instead of doing that, do this. Just go to cbdistillery.com. When you're on the website, go up here to shop by benefit. And when that comes down, you can see exactly what the problem that you have is and the solution that CBD has for you. And it even has solutions for your pets. So hit them in the pocket, folks. That's where you hit them. Go to cbdistillery.com. Again, that is cbdistillery.com. Use the promo code LFA and get yourself right today with natural, natural products that do not enrich the pharmaceutical companies. Amen? All right, we got about seven minutes left of the show, folks. So we are going to move on to... um, We're going to move on to Bud Light. Bud Light's dying. And you know, Bud Light has always been a big part of America, hasn't it? You think of all those Bud Light commercials, the iconic Budweiser can, the iconic Bud Light can. I think Bud Light became far more popular than Budweiser ever was. Bud Light was like the most popular beer in America and around the world, and they're dying. Check this out. Thank you to 100% Fed Up for the video. Everybody else is selling. Coors Light's selling out. Coors Light is actually up about 300% in their sales. Now, Bud Bud Light was always nasty anyway. You're 100% right about that. But they're dying out hard right now. 
I mean, they are dying out hard. And the reason why they're dying out so hard is because of this woman right here who's been put on administrative well, I'm leave. I'm a businesswoman. Mm-hmm. I had a really clear job to do when yeah. I took over Bud Light. And it was, this brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. So I had this super clear mandate. You had this super clear mandate and you had a super stupid idea. And your idea literally tanked the company that you work for. Here's another video. Check this one out. I mean, everywhere you go, Bud Light is filled on the shelves and all the other beer, whether it be Coors. I know Coors is woke too. If you're going to drink beer, I urge you to drink local beer, number one. Local beer, IPAs, always better than these big corporations that taste like pee anyway. But check this out. Wait till you see how much Bud Light is on the shelf. Thank you, Graham Allen, for this. All right, well, look, look. Anheuser-Busch. Oh, my God. Anheuser-Busch. Anheuser-Busch. Oh, that's Coors Light. <laughs> yeah, not Anheuser-Busch. And that? Anything Anheuser-Busch. Oh, my God. It's not just Bud Light anymore. Yep. Well, here it is. <laughs> so and that's what you get. Working. What's the saying, folks? You go woke, you go broke. And this is exactly what we need to do with all of these corporations, the Bed Bath & Beyonds that got rid of Mike Lindell and MyPillow, right? The Targets, all of them. Anytime they do stuff like this, we're the ones with the money. We're the ones with the power. Now, we don't have all the money, but we're the ones that shop regularly. We're the ones that actually go to the grocery store every, li- every week with a list, okay? We're not the ones that are sitting there living off the system and living on welfare, Some of us might be going through hard times. I get it. But we're not generational losers. And we don't want to be generational losers. So you go woke, you go broke. Folks, we are are approaching the end of today's show. And we only have 1,250 rumbles. I need 250 more people to like this video right now. Can we do that? Can you just refresh the video? Make sure that your rumble counted. We need 1,500 live videos. So we need 250 more. We don't have our audience anymore. Maybe, maybe I ch- chased our audience away. Maybe me yelling at the audience chased them away. But ones are here now. I'm going to ask you to please help us out. And I got some good news, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jay Inslee will not be seeking re-election. <sighs> That's so good. That's news. News to my ears. Jay Inslee will not be seeking re-election. So everybody in the state of Washington, uh, applause. Governor Jay Inslee will not be seeking re-election, and I wonder why. I wonder why. Scumbag. Absolute scumbag, and he is a loser. But at least the state of Washington will be rid of him. Now, here's the news I wanted to save to the end of the show. You ready? LFA TV will be in Des Moines, Iowa. Let me say that one more time. LFA TV next week will be in Des Moines, Iowa. LFA TV next week will also be in Miami. Ryan Matta will be representing LFA TV in Miami at the Reawaken Tour with Clay Clark and General Michael Flynn. Myself, producer Eli, Mike Crispy, and Anna Perez, we will be flying to Des Moines, Iowa next week for March, uh, May 13th Trump rally in Des Moines, Iowa. Iowa. We hope to see you there. We hope to see you there. We hope to see you screaming. We hope to see you loud, loving President Trump. Bring in your LFA TV gear. We're going to have a blast. We're going to be outside. We're going to be inside. We're going to be with you, the people, the entire time.
So we hope to see you guys there next week. That is next week, next Saturday, May 13th. We will be at the Reawaken Tour in Miami with Ryan Matta, and we will be at the Trump rally covering the Trump rally. All of you who cannot go, start sharing with your friends now. You want to watch real Trump coverage? You want to watch fun Trump coverage again? Make rallies great again? Then watch LFA TV because we are going to blow the roof off of that place. I hope to see you guys there. And remember, if you're having a hard time finding live from America, any of the live shows, then go to LFATV.us and a pop-up will come up and it says, you want to watch LFA TV now? You say yes. You click that and it'll bring you right to Rumble, right to the video that's on at that moment. Please spread the word. Share that on your social medias. Share that in the LFA groups so everybody knows, hey, if you've not been able to watch the show, we have a remedy. Trump versus everybody, ladies and gentlemen. We, it doesn't matter what Republican they put up. We're going to eat through them. And it starts next week. Well, ladies and gentlemen, God bless you. Thank you for being here. LFA TV continues with Mike Crispy and Frankie with Unafraid coming up next. There are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Remember, if you rumble rant any day, uh, we're going to try to put that money towards the rallies that we're going to because it's very expensive. Thank you for donating. I love you guys. We'll see you in Mike Crispy's comments next. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and keep spreading that gospel. Peace out, guys. Love you.